Good afternoon, everybody. If I could have your attention, good afternoon. Thank you for coming to Haverhill's annual flag raising ceremony and reception. My name is Tom Sullivan. I'm one of your Haverhill City Councilors. And as your Haverhill City Councilor, who also happens to be gay, I want to say it's a great day to be gay. Or, or straight. And it's great that you all came out here today um, in support of your family and friends and the Haverhill community. There's a lot of hate in this country right now, but we're very fortunate that here in Haverhill, we stick together as a community. And that's represented by the many people that came out today. I see a lot of new faces, and I want to welcome you. What we're going to do first is we're going to raise the flag, and the flag is coming out of that window right there. So if you turn your attention to the window up there, we're going to start with the flag raising. All right, here we go. All right. A little twisted. We'll, we'll fix it before we're done. To start today's program, I am honored to introduce Reverend Donner Spencer Collins. Uh, Donner Spencer Collins has been a pastor in this community and now in the Groveland community for many, many years. And it's an honor to have her here with us today. It's an honor to be here. My wife and I have been together for 23 years and married 13. And in our family, we have many children and several who, um, who are part of our family. They're all part of our family. But they're in, uh, we, we believe in total inclusion, don't we? Because we really understand the power of diversity. And we know what it's like to not be included. So I am so grateful for all of us here who are including each other. Let us pray. Holy God of blessing, eternally we co-create ourselves in your love. All companionship orientations, all gender identities and expressions all have and are a part of your great big family. We celebrate LGBTQ plus people everywhere, knowing that many are still not safe to come out, to be free, to live life abundantly. Heal all who are ill in body, mind, and heart, or spirit. Bind up all wounds and provide adequate care. Establish, uh, extinguish any stigma people are enduring. We celebrate because everyone should be celebrated, everyone. We are your body on this earth. We are interconnected. We are your expression of love and unity and belonging. May our love and hope be sent on the wings of this prayer to all who need refreshing, affirmation, and love's embrace. May it be so, amen. Thank you very much. At this time, I would like to recognize and invite to the microphone Mayor Jim Fiorentini, who has been a strong supporter of the LGBTQ plus community for all of his time in office. Mayor Fiorentini. Thank you, my friends. Thank, thank you so much. And, uh, 
We've been doing uh, what we used to call pride celebrations. I can never remember all the letters, LGBT, and I always miss something. We've been doing them for many, many years, long before most communities did, because we're proud in Havel to say we're a diverse community and that all are welcome here uh, in this great community. When we first started doing these, they were in the mayor's office. Uh, Tom was always there, right from day one. There'd be four or five people there. That, that would be it. And what a tremendous uh, turnout this is today. I'm so proud of all of you. I'm proud to be your mayor, and uh, thank you so much for turning out. One of the reasons I started this is long ago, I, when I was an attorney, I represented people in what today is called the trans community. I, we didn't call it that in those days. I didn't know that word. but. People were afraid. Uh, people were depressed. We lost people. They committed suicide uh, because of the oppression and the, uh, the abuse uh, that they took. And we wanted to show that in Havel, everyone is welcome here. So with that, I want to keep it brief. It's politically incorrect to lose more than three people due to heat stroke. So, <laughs> so, so first three are okay. So we'll try to keep it down. And I'd like to read this proclamation that we have today. Whereas, I should have brought my glasses. Whereas the month of June is designated as LGBTQ plus Pride Community, Pride Month, and it commemorates the Stonewall Rebellion that occurred during a weekend of June 1969 in New York City, which started the modern lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer civil rights movement. And whereas LGBTQ plus pride is defined as positive stance against discrimination and violence against lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer people to promote their self-affirmation, their dignity, their equal rights. And whereas cities around the world during LGBTQ plus pride month celebrate victories that have affirmed freedom and fairness and whereas individually and collectively, members of the City of Havel LGBTQ plus community contribute to our neighborhood revitalization, our economic vitality, our arts and our culture, and they're part of the social fabric of the City of Havel whom we welcome. Now therefore I, James Fiorentini, Mayor of the City of Havel, do proudly declare the month of June 2023 as LGBTQ plus Pride Month. And I'm proud to present this to my good friend, Tom Sullivan. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mayor. I'd also like to introduce the elected officials who have also been so supportive of the LGBTQ plus community over the years. We have with us today City Councilor John Mitchinson, State Representative Andy Vargas, School Committee Man Rich Rosa, City Councilor Melissa Lewandowski, City Councilor Sean Tui, City Councilor Joe Bevilacqua, and last, and he's coming up to speak on behalf of the delegation, I'd like to uh, introduce Senator Barry Feingold. Thank you. Uh, my name is State Senator Barry Feingold on behalf of myself, Representative Vargas, Representative Hamilton, Senator Payano. Uh, I'm very glad to be with you here uh, to start the beginning of Pride Month. 
you know, I'm also very proud, and we're very proud of Massachusetts' track record. And, and Massachusetts has truly been a pioneer in this space. In 2003, we became the first state to legalize gay marriage. And since 1990, our Commonwealth has prohibited discrimination based on sexual orientation. You clap for that too. And in 2018, we voted to uphold those protections for trans individuals. Now, I think this is really important to note because while we all come out here today and, and we celebrate Pride Month, if we were living in Uganda, not only could we not do this, but we'd be prosecuted and put in jail. So there's still parts of the world that don't accept what we believe is the right thing. So that our work is not done, and I think it's really important that as we raise this flag today, I will be thinking about how far gay rights have, have come, but just how far we still have to go. So thank you so much for having me here today, and happy Pride Month to everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. At this point, I would like to introduce Officer Desiree Caracuglia, who is going to tell us about a new unit that has been formed in the Haverhill Police Department. Officer Caracuglia. Thank you, Tom. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Officer Desiree Caragolia. I just want to give you uh, guys a little backstory on what we've been doing and the department. Um, so for the last six months, uh, we, myself, Officer Penny Portella and Officer Nicholas Sabina have been working together to create an LGBTQ plus liaison unit for our Haverhill Police Department. Um, all three of us have strong ties to the LGBTQ plus community and believed it was time to do something more than just wearing a pin on our badge, on our vest, sorry. Uh, we, all, we want all who identify with the LGBTQ plus community to know that Haverhill is devoted to creating a safe space for all, no, no matter race, gender identity, or sexual orientation. We are here to lend you a helping hand and to simply just listen to your concerns. So as of today, we officially launched our LGBTQ plus liaison unit. We have a webpage on the HBDU website that offers a list of resources such as local clinics, meetings, and hotlines catering to the LGBTQ plus community. With that being said, I would like to read the unit's mission statement. The purpose of the Haverhill Police Department's LGBTQ plus liaison unit is to bridge the gap between law enforcement and the LGBTQ plus community. HPD is committing to ensuring the safety and protection and equality of life for all citizens. We respect and appreciate the diversity of our community and feel all individuals should feel confident when reporting crimes. The liaison officers in this position will provide guidance and resources to the community, help create an inclusive workplace, and work closely with community members to discuss any LGBTQ-related issues. Thank you all so much for being here and supporting this mission. We promise to always pri prioritize safety and inclusion. Thank you. Thank you very much. Before I forget, I want to thank our sponsors today. 
Our uh, bottled water and our free buffet dinner at Hans Garden is being sponsored by Pawtucket Bank. And we have a number of uh, swag items brought to you by our friends at Eastern Bank. Thank you, Eastern Bank. There will be uh, there'll be more items at Hans Garden. There's some stuff left on the table. And if you are getting thirsty, please grab a bottle of water. There's plenty of water over here. At this time, I'd like to introduce Lori Curry. Lori Curry is a health educator in the Havel Public School System. She's been doing this job for over 30 years, and she's been a vital link to the LGBTQ youth community. And she is going to introduce our guest speakers today. Thank you. Thank you, Counselor. Um, so I've been teaching in Haverhill for 30 years this year in all four middle schools, Haverhill High School, Bradford Elementary. And as an educator, one of my biggest missions is to always provide a classroom and a place and be a person that students know that they can go to, that they can talk to, that they can feel important and valued. So a day like this is really an honor for me to be asked to speak because I will be introducing two of my former students, both from Hunking, who I also had the pleasure of working with in other capacities. And they will be sharing from the voice of the youth uh, a little bit about their background. So first student I'm introducing, first former student I'm introducing, because it's kind of come full circle. She's now substituting at Hunking School, where I'm still at right now. So um, Chelsea Daigle is going into her senior year. She is going into her senior year at Suffolk University where she is majoring in political science. She really got the bug for advocacy and making change uh, during her stint at Haverhill High School. She was a part of the VIP team, became a very prominent leader of the Haverhill High VIP team. One of the biggest projects that she got involved in was working with Harvard Graduate School of Education and helping to secure safe and support schools, uh, safe and supportive schools across Massachusetts. She was integral in the writing of some of the um, material that went out and helping to pass some of the programs that support that. And Chelsea is an amazing young woman who really puts herself out there in a very quiet but powerful way, um, not only for youth but her own peers. And I'm really proud to bring her to the stand. So this is Chelsea Daigle. Thank you so much, Ms. Curry. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be where I am without the support of so many people like you. Um, but before I become a victim of the mayor's forewarned heat stroke, I'm gonna get started. This is really a beautiful thing. That flag. But not just that flag. That beautiful, beautiful rainbow. It's a proud display of, well, many things. But we should know what it means. I should know what it means to me. And you should know what it means to you. But, well, a rainbow can mean really just about anything to anyone. Hope, joy, luck, happiness, love, friendship, a promise that there's light after a storm. When Gilbert Baker designed the flag for San Francisco's Harvey Milk, 
the first openly gay man elected to public office. He wanted to move on from the pink triangle adapted by the Nazis' brandings of homosexuals in Germany. Forefront in Baker's mind was the need to represent all his siblings in his community, all the people of color who had been long neglected and excluded. So this rainbow we gaze upon, an evolution of Baker's 70s design, to Baker it means diversity. In this beautiful community of ours, there is an array of identities and experiences, a massive, colorful community opening their doors to anybody. Haverhill has been my home for a long time. Not just my house, but these roads I learned to drive on, the cracked sidewalks I memorized, these schools too. They helped me learn who I was as a person. Also, some math. <laughs> but, but these schools so important to me that I've transformed from student to teacher. Amen. You may have many homes where you grew up, whether it was here or not. Your room, the family beach trips, your parents' house. Maybe a park or even a favorite restaurant. Or perhaps you have few homes. Maybe you struggle to find even one. And sadly, these obstacles often stem from identity, something you have no power to change. So the raising of this flag signals not just acceptance and tolerance, or joy and hope, or even Baker's diversity, but an embrace. This flag shows youth realizing they're not straight or cisgender, that they are loved. It demonstrates pride to those who have lived a legacy of happiness and survival in spite of the many voices who have said we don't deserve it. This rainbow means we welcome everyone who sees themselves in this flag. That Haverhill is your home. Thank you. I'm going to take all the credit for that beautifully articulated essay since she was one of my students in VIP. So secondly, and ironically, in the same year of graduation at Haverhill High School, this other student, again a former Hunking student, um, in his senior year came to me at freshman orientation, similar to a day like this, very hot, and said, Ms. Curry, I have this awesome idea. I want to start a GSA program at Hunking and I need your help. And we had not had a GSA program at Hunking up until that point. And he was very passionate about it. He made appointments to speak with the principal over the summer. He sat down with me and he has a lot to say about that. But what I will tell you is that Patrick Sonato is entering um, his sophomore year next year at Northern Essex with the plans of going to UMass Dartmouth to major in biology. His goal is to be a physician. And I'm gonna tell you that that will happen because he was president of the National Honor Society his senior year. He was president of his senior class, a member of the GSA, prominent member of the Haverhill Band. He does it all. He's amazing. This is Patrick Sonato. Thank you, Ms. Curry. That was very, very nice. Very true. Thank you. My name is Patrick Sonato. 
As Ms. Curry said, I am an incoming sophomore at Northern Essex Community College. I started my queer journey in middle school when I first began to question my sexuality. To begin, middle school is already one of the catalysts of change and most students struggle to find who they are and consequently who their people are. The realization that I was attracted to men was an added layer of self-discovery and it was particularly challenging because I was the only openly gay male in the entire school at the time. I struggled a lot with my sexuality and I had a hard time both finding a group to fit in with and finding supportive people that understood my struggles. Not only that, but I was closeted at home until my sophomore year and had the additional stress of hiding my sexuality from my parents. Thankfully, my class and my teachers were extremely supportive and accepting and sexuality was never a problem at my school. Also, I started going to Mrs. Curry for support as I found that she was always willing to sit down and listen to my problems, something that I had really sorely lacked in my life. She supported me through so many different fears, broken friendships, and crises, and she helped me to gain more confidence in myself and to emotionally mature well before most of my peers. During my time at Haverhill High School, I became a pioneer for LGBTQ students, being one of the first openly gay class presidents, excelling in my classes, and being highly involved with sports. I found that high school was a much better experience than middle school, and that was because the first step I set in the HHS hallways, I knew who I was, and I immediately went out of my way to find my people. I was able to find an even more extensive network of support through both teachers and friends, and was able to lead a fulfilling life. I played boys volleyball and swim, and managed the girls volleyball team in the fall. I had a solid group of friends who I hung out with and talked to regularly and explored many of the programs and extracurriculars that HHS has to offer. With this momentum, I decided to go back to my middle school community and founded Caleb Dustin Hunking's own Gender Sexuality Alliance, more commonly known as GSA Club. With the help of Ms. Curry and Mr. Malloy, who now runs the club, I was able to hold bi-weekly meetings discussing many relevant topics such as HIV slash STI prevention, promoting healthy body image, and mental health resources for crisis management. One example of activities we did was that everyone wrote anonymous slips of an example that they had experienced, an example of discrimination they had experienced, and I read them out in front of the class. This activity was particularly touching because it revealed exactly how much the students needed a place to feel supported and cared for. The initial results of the club far exceeded my expectations, and I found that the GSA club was necessary for students who had faced intolerance countless times from their peers. GSA serves as a place for them to feel safe enough to talk about their struggles and feel a, a sense of community that they might not have otherwise. This is a necessity for everyone, but often absent for LGBTQ students, especially in a time where intolerance is on the rise. Right now, especially in the South, there is a major legislative hate campaign sweeping the nation. According to the Trans Legislation Tracker, a website dedicated to tracking anti-trans legislation throughout the US, both currently and historically, there have been a total of 549 anti-trans bills proposed this year. It is important to note that this massive number has occurred over the now six months of this year and is also double 
the number of anti-trans bills proposed throughout the entirety of 2022. I want to bring this atrocity to your attention because it underscores the importance of this ceremony. It symbolizes that Haverhill will stand strong against LGBTQ plus hate. An attack on one is an attack on all. We must come together and stand with our LGBTQ plus siblings across the nation. I implore you to stay educated about legislation, to attend events like this one, to learn about LGBTQ plus history, and to become an advocate against intolerance. At the end of the day, it is communities like Haverhill that stand as the last line of defense. You can find bills, budgets, legislators, and more at malegislature.gov to keep track of bills being proposed, see budget allocations, and find information about your local legislators. You can learn about LGBTQ plus history at lgbtqhistory.org, where you can find a timeline of LGBTQ rights starting in 1607 and ending in 2015. LGBTQ lesson plans to introduce the concepts of gender and sexuality to students K through 12 and more. Arming yourself with information is the best way to defend against misinformation and ignorance. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. I certainly can't compete with either Chelsea yeah, or Patrick, no so one can. That's, that's the end of this part of the program. Uh, I want to remind everyone that you are invited to come over to Hans Garden on Washington Street right after the ceremony. And if you go in, if you have some of your swag, uh, I think the owner will know why you're there. Um, and you can, uh, we usually are out on the deck and we are in the uh, back part of the restaurant where they serve the buffet. I want to again thank our buffet dinner sponsor, Pawtucket Bank. They also provided you with the bottle of water that kept you from stroking today. I also want to once again thank Eastern Bank for the swag that they provided. There'll be more of that down at Hans Garden. And now I would like to invite Reverend Donna Spencer Collins back to give us a benediction. Please. On um, June 25th at the Groveland Congregational Church, we will be having a pride celebration service. You are all welcome to come and join us. Um, it'll be at 10 o'clock in the morning, a Sunday morning. And I would love to see some of your faces there. May God bless you and keep you and make, make God's face shine upon you. And may his grace be shed upon you. And may you always remember that you belong to God and God belongs to you. And we all belong to each other. And love is the core value of that. Amen. Don't ever forget, love conquers hate every time. Thank you all for coming. We'll see you at Hans Garden. Thank you very, very much.